Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's A to Z of the human body. We are on the letter A. We're going through your favorite textbook in the index. We are on AL. Uh, today's term is allele. Allele, Matt. Do you know what an allele is? Something to do with DNA. Yes. Deoxyribosnucleic acid. Uh, you know, I did my PhD on genetics. Yes, I did know that. Okay. Well, maybe the listener did not. And Parkinson's related, right? That's right. So... The neurogenetics, well, you probably could just say the genetics of Parkinson's disease. Uh, and so this involved the term allele. And so I think to begin, the definition, right? So an allele is one or two, sorry, is one of two or more versions of a DNA sequence. So this can be a single base or even a, a segment of bases, at a given what we call genomic locus or mm -hmm. area of the DNA, right? So the way we think about it is how many chromosomes do we have? Uh, 22 paired autosomes and then your sex chromosomes. Which is also paired? Yes. Yeah, so 23 pairs of chromosomes. And the pair is saying that, well, we've got one chromosome one from mum and one chromosome one from dad and there's our pair of chromosome one. And the same for two and three and all the way to 23. So we inherit two copies. Mm. Now, if you take a segment of DNA in any one of these chromosomes, you could call that an allele, right? Mm -hmm. So an allele is simply a version of DNA, whether it be a single base pair, a single nucleotide, an A, C, G, or T, or a stretch of it. And so what we end up getting is we inherit two alleles, mm -hmm. one from each parent for any given genomic location. Right. And so this is important because, as we know, when we inherit DNA from mum, it may not match the DNA that we get from dad. And so when we look at our alleles, you could say, well, the one, the allele I got from mum in this area, and let's compare it to the allele I got from dad in this area, they're identical. Yeah. And, so, and, and that's just assuming... I know this is not going to be 
completely correct. But generally speaking, that one region, if it's, say, a gene, does code, code for a protein, right? If it's a gene. Yeah. So the definition of a gene is the smallest amount of DNA that we require that will ultimately code into a protein. And when we talk about alleles, we're just referring to it can be an entire gene or it can just be a region within a gene or outside of a gene. It's simply just an area of DNA. And so that does that then mean it will be expressed or...? No. Alleles, okay. alleles don't necessarily mean areas that are expressed. Okay, so why would researchers care if you had a segment of DNA called an allele that it was never going to be functionally important? Because we know that uh, certain segments of DNA may not code for a protein, but it may influence the way that the gene is read. Okay, yeah. So right. increase the likelihood of the transcriptional machinery that comes in to read it. It could make mm-hmm. it transcribe more of it right. or less of it or none of it. Okay, right? and so this is where maybe epigenetics come into it, where the alteration of that allele then influences downstream maybe a gene that's the way it's expressed. Bit different because yeah. the epigenetics is more so what's sitting on the DNA. Oh, okay. So sort of like um, if you've got a book, if you open up the book and you read the pages, the, the words are the DNA, but the epigenetics is like the cover of the book. If you close the book and someone's tied a ribbon around it, that's like the epigenetics. So whether you've got a ribbon or you've got a padlock or maybe you've got something that sort of keeps the book open at a particular page, that's like, how I like think a of highlighter. Like, yes, that's how I think of epigenetics. Okay. But an allele is simply just a region of DNA. And so if, for example, you take uh, a segment from dad and the same segment from mum and they are identical, you are recognised as being homozygous for that allele. Mm-hmm. If it's different, you're recognised as being heterozygous. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get the term diploid from. Humans are recognised as being diploid. And that simply means that we have two alleles at each genetic locus. And so these alleles do help contribute to our phenotype. Mm-hmm. So the phenotype is the expression of the way we look. Now, it doesn't mean that alleles must encode for protein, but like I said, they can influence the way that a gene is being read. Okay. And so... Th- one thing I wanted to highlight was what I did during my PhD was I looked at alleles uh, and changes in DNA between individuals who had Parkinson's disease and people who didn't, so controls, healthy controls. Uh, and you can actually correlate one allele somewhere in the DNA with another allele somewhere within the DNA and they can be inherited together. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily need to be next to each other. Like I could have an arm of chromosome oh, one yeah, yeah. and I could look at another arm of chromosome one or even an arm of chromosome two, for example, and maybe if there's a C in one place, you're 90% of the time going to get a T in the other place and that when one of them changes, the other one changes. This is called a haplotype. And so part of my PhD was looking at consistent haplotypes. And the reason why this is important is because you may do this uh, screening of DNA to go, okay, what variations or alleles in the DNA can contribute to somebody getting Parkinson's disease, for Mm. example? And you go, oh, this one here, this particular, this is, when this is an A instead of a C at this particular location, this person seems to be more likely to have Parkinson's disease. However, that may not be the causative factor. It could be linked to another 
region of DNA, another allele or segment where it's just correlated with that change. So if the other one changes, it's inherited together with the other one. So the other one could be the one that causes or or is influencing the disease state, not this one. Does that make sense? Mm. And that's what's called a haplotype. And this is where it gets tricky is that you can have multiple areas within the genome that are linked through haplotypes. And so then you start to build this crazy-looking network of influencing factors. Right. Right? So that is alleles. Now, when it comes to diseases and disorders, well, think of it. So like inheritance patterns. Inheritance patterns. So dominance versus recessive. Yes, very good. Mendelian inheritance. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, Gregor Mendel, your favorite monk, mm. right? You've got many. I think Matt's got a list of top 20 monks. But I think Gregor's up there, right? Well, he was because he was a farmer. Just like you. Yeah, that's right. So, so if... if if you were to come to Matt's house, so our studio is on Matt's property or farm, <laughs> he likes to call it. Um, tell us about all the animals you have on this farm. I don't have many anymore. Yeah, so what are all these animals that you've got? The goats are gone. Okay, so you don't have that. So let's not talk about the animals you don't have. Just chickens. How many? Chickens. How many? Oh, um, maybe six and a rooster. There you go. Six and a rooster. Mm. So there you go. That's what. Uh, that's all you need to have a farm, obviously. Uh and a bush turkey. Do you own this bush turkey? No, is I don't it own it. But domesticated? It's here, it's here every day. Basically it is. Basically it is. Does it? What do the chickens think? They're not fans. What do your kids think? Um, Have you made Zarina, a Zarina, not overly fond. Yeah. A bit bush of, turkey It's a, a bit aggressive. Hectic. Yeah. Is it down the back? Down the back. But it, it actually roams the whole property now. Really? Maybe it thinks it owns the place. I think so. So inheritance. Let's go mm. back. Uh if you've got, like you said, dominant inheritance, uh, a dominant recessive inheritance, this is what we call Mendelian inheritance. And in actual fact, it doesn't really occur super often. So this idea, a bit outdated now. Yeah, it, it was sort of the simplistic. So Gregor Mendel, the monk, uh, he With was... Pea plants. Pea plants, and he was able to crossbreed peas, and he was able to identify certain traits that were inherited in a dominant fashion and some that were inherited in a recessive fashion. So, for example, if he had a green pea and a yellow pea and he mixed them together... Flowers. Correct. It may have only produced yellow peas. And he went, oh, okay, this is interesting. Why is this the case? And he 
probably identified that there was a recessive inheritance pattern here where the green had two alleles, right? Whereas green and yellow, they were the two alleles and the yellow one had yellow, yellow. And every time he crossed it, there was always going to be to some degree some yellow, yellow. Yep. Or maybe yellow was the dominant inheritance, yeah. I should probably say. So, that, so in humans that could be, let's say the mother has um, darker features like dark hair, yep. brown eyes, and the father has blonde hair, blue eyes. Yep. Does that still hold? No. Okay. No, that's the thing. So, Because uh, that was a thought, right? That- yes. So let's just go back with how, how this uh, dominant recessive inheritance works. Because we all have two alleles, for a dominant trait to manifest, you only need one of one. the alleles present. The other one is sort of there as redundancy. And so you only need one and you get the trait. For recessive, you actually need to inherit both of these alleles. To see the phenotype. To see the phenotype. And so, again, this is where those Punnett squares come into play. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. would have done those Punnett yes, squares to some yes. degree, I'm sure. Um very few traits are actually inherited in this manner. Wow. Yes. So because, for example, you can have some mutations because we always think that, okay, there's a mutation that's present uh, in a particular allele and what can happen is you either get a toxic gain of function or a loss of function. So turned on versus turned off. Yes. And so or, uh, yeah, I suppose, yes, but the turned on is turned on but made it slightly different. Okay, And so if you get a mutation in a gene and it's dominantly inherited, it's going to be a toxic gain of function. So it changes the way you look because you've gained something from it. But if it's recessively inherited, you end up getting a loss of function. So it just doesn't work anymore. Just doesn't work anymore. Um, So this is how the alleles, how the alleles sort of fit together. Generally speaking, you've got multiple alleles influencing other alleles for the phenotype to come about. And what that means is that it may not just be whether you're dominant recessive in one place, it's also whether you're dominant or recessive in other places and how they interact. so So it's mixtures. And you can have a mutation that changes whether a gene is dominantly or in or recessively inherited, right? And you can also have situations where if you have a uh, mutation in a, in a gene and it's recessively inherited, um, and it's just one of those genes, generally you'd go, well, there's redundancy there. The other one's there to make up for the, the lost one, right? But then over time, it's not sufficient. And so you get a loss of function of both because it's not enough. And so you end up manifesting yeah. with the disease later on in life. Yeah. This can happen with Parkinson's disease, for example. So, so is you- that just kind of like physiological depletion? Where just over time you'll oh, want better better word wearing there, there out is, a bit. There is an actual term for this. I've <laughs> forgotten it, of okay. course. Um, but uh, so the other um, functional allele yeah. could kind of take dominant, not dominance, but could it take, just takes could over. Take, take the load. But yeah. eventually, it kind of loses its ability to do that and then you just develop the recessive issue. Yeah, let, let me turn it into an example that's not a real example but just to, to highlight it, right? So let's just say you have inherited a copy of a gene from mum and from dad and they both encode for melanin to give you a skin colour. Mm-hmm. But let's just say you have a mutation in one and because they're both recessively inherited, you need both to manifest the, 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 the phenotype. But if you've got a mutation in one which turns it off, the other one can usually make up for it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, okay, f- 
phenotypically, you look at the individual and you can't see a difference. But over time, it's almost like it's putting along, uh, 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 sputtering and goes, I can't make up for this lost allele that, you know, has disappeared now and then it it turns itself off. And then what you get is the phenotype later on. So this, now, this doesn't happen with with melanin or skin colour, but it's just an example. Yeah, that was a good one. So <laughs> is that somewhere where environmental factors that then come in to then mm-hmm. bring the disease on more uh, strongly? So this can happen in Parkinson's disease. Well, you could also, as an example, you may not know the top of your head, but let's say type 2 diabetes yep. where surprisingly it's very genetically underpinned Yeah. And it might be that you are predisposed recessively to have insulin desensitization yep. at the receptor, right? But if you expose yourself environmentally to certain environments like obesity, yep. poor diet, it then pushes you into the phenotype. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So, so is that kind of what work would be? Yes, because the environment influences your genes. So this whole nature versus nurture, you know, is it the environment that shapes you or is it your genes? It's both. The the environment shapes the way your genes are expressed, but your genes shape the way you engage with your environment, Mm -hmm. right, Mm. through through behaviours and so forth. Um, So, yeah, it's, uh, it's tricky. But at the end of the day, an allele is simply a copy of a certain genetic locus or area of your genome. And that's it. That's an allele. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.